Well, Talking Church, it is crazy to be here. You can see behind me there's some balloons. We had a celebration earlier that this is the 100th episode of Talking Church. Insert clap track here. It is crazy to think that we've recorded 100 episodes. And I know I've been telling you and I've had ads before the podcast about what are we going to do for our 100th episode. And it ended up that it was right during Christmas week. So I hope you had a Merry Christmas. And I hope maybe you're listening to this later. Maybe it's right after Christmas. But we thought, is this a right time to do our 100th episode? And I was trying to manufacture the episodes so that it landed into next year and we could do have like a big guest for it. And I thought that's like just as bad as taking a picture of your auditorium with 20 people and making it look like there's a thousand. And so I uh, felt guilty. And so this is our true 100th episode, the 100th recording of Talking Church. And this is a review of what's happened. And I'm going to tell you, I'm looking at some of these numbers. I've been adding them up. It is crazy. And so I hope you stay listening to this because I want to go through the year. It's been a crazy year. This studio, I didn't even realize we moved into this studio setup this year. We have recorded an episode every single week, and it's just been absolutely bonkers. But this is a stat right away from the top, which is crazy. Last year, Talking Church between YouTube and audio downloads, we had 25,416 downloads, which is like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. We felt amazing at the time because I think the previous year was something around like 4,000. And this year to date, at the time of this recording, we're at 134,598 year to date, which is absolutely crazy to me that that's four times more listeners than there was last year, which I thought last year was amazing. And so I'm just blown away by this. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sending this to people. And uh, one of the big reasons we had as many views and as many listens as we had a pretty well-known guest at the very beginning of our year in February, and his name is Dave Ramsey. And I'm going to be honest, I was... I was really nervous. I'm normally not nervous for talking church. Usually I reach out to the guests in advance and I say, hey, here's a topic that we can talk about. We maybe text a little bit about it or talk in person if it's one of our staff. And then we just go and it's a pretty authentic conversation. That was an exception. When I talked with Dave Ramsey, I had a full page of notes. I had watched probably six or seven of his other interviews, really trying to know what is going to be relevant. I asked you all on Instagram what would be some questions that I could ask, and I was very nervous. I'd never met Dave before, and he's not, I mean, he's kind of of an intimidating guy. Like He's almost a billionaire. He's one of the most famous Christians on the planet, and I've you know, been through financial peace. I'd been a part of a lot of things that he'd done. And so I was super nervous. I had a list of questions. You can go back and look at that episode and see my notebook. Normally I don't have a notebook, but I had that out. I had all these questions highlighted and was super, super nervous. And he ended up being a very nice guy. And his his gift for being on the podcast, we bought him a putter. And he just got into golf a couple years ago. And about a week and a half later, he called my dad and told him, this putter is amazing. I'm making every single putt. So Dave, you're welcome. The golf game that you are now experiencing is due to being on the Talking Church podcast. So I'm so glad that you were with us. And I actually did get a chance to chat with him a couple months ago when my dad was speaking for Ramsey Solutions. And it's funny, the very first thing he said to me when he saw me was, that putter is amazing. So I take all the credit for that. And it was an amazing experience to get to interview him. Hopefully we'll have him back someday. But it maybe was a once in a lifetime experience getting to interview Dave. And we cut up that that podcast episode And there was a a clip that got, I think, 80,000 views alone. And it was Dave Ramsey's morning routine. And so I want us to take a listen to Dave Ramsey's morning routine, and we'll be right back. 
And um, I said, how do you get up? I mean, how do you get up at 3 o'clock, 3.30 in the morning and study Scripture for four hours before you come to work or three hours and learn the Hebrew and all this? He goes, well, you got to go bed early. (laughs) 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 So I started doing that. I get up at 5, and I have four years. And Sharon and I get up, both of us get up at 5, and we have a regular routine of, uh, I'm on 1,043 days that I've walked at least one mile every single morning. I haven't wow. missed a day. Uh, and most of the time, three or four miles, sharing five or six. But um, <laughs> so we have that in there. We, we, uh, you know, we have our coffee. We talk about the calendar and what we're doing this week. Um, we have some prayer time. We got time to get into scripture. I've got a series of uh, scriptural processes I go through every morning. Um, and that, that whole thing becomes God. I mean, when I'm walking, I'm with God. Yeah. That's my, my time with God. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, I, I used to listen to podcasts all the time when I'm walking and I quit. I just, it's just me and God now. Awesome. And, and, and cold air coming out of my mouth, whatever it is, right? Well, 80,000 views later, now you know, Dave Ramsey's morning routine doesn't listen to podcasts anymore. So he's not listening to talking church. Unfortunately, he's spending time with the Lord, which is a much better thing to do. And a- another clip that we had that went viral is Nathan Finocchi. And we're going to get to that in a little bit. But I kind of want to go through our top three reels that we had on Instagram. So if you don't follow Talking Church yet on Instagram, just at Talking Church. And earlier this year, I had my grandma on the podcast. I know we've referenced it before, but we had Grandma Isabel. And so I want us to watch these reels together because this reel, at the time of this recording, has just under a million, 930-some thousand views. has 98,000 likes and has been shared 27,900 Time. So let's watch Grandma Isabella. She talks about forgiveness. Before I got saved, I continually was plagued by the enemy. Do you remember this? Do you remember that? And I would just be, oh, God, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. And then finally, I had a heart-to-heart talk with God where God really spoke to me and said, either you believe that you're forgiven or I'm a liar. When faced with that, I knew that I had to forgive myself, and I had to believe that God forgave me. It's so hard for people to forgive themselves, but if we don't forgive ourselves, we're not believing that God forgives us. It's so powerful, and I remember sending a few clips to the team and saying, which one do we think is going to resonate the most? And I just felt impressed, and for anyone who works in social media or creative or any pastor that that doubts it, I really felt that God was leading me towards this clip, that this is the one to share. And not that the other ones weren't good, but that it would resonate. And honestly, I had no idea how amazing it would be. I remember when it hit 10,000, I was really excited. And then it hit 100,000 and I was excited. And then 400,000. And now to see that it's almost at a million, it speaks to how much people struggle with dealing with forgiving themselves. And I know that grandma had an incredible impact on people. And obviously many listen to the episode, hearing her full story. If you did not get a chance to listen to that, it's like an hour and a half long episode, her full story or as much of it as we could get to. And it's super powerful. The second most watched reel we had is one that we posted recently. And it was from an episode actually from last year, but we just decided, hey, let's post it. And it was another one that I really felt God leading me towards, hey, this is the clip that I want you to share. And it was from Chris Hodges and this one, Today it is over three hundred thousand. Let me pull up the actual number here. My my phone has quit on me. Whenever you need it is when you want to look for it. It is at three hundred eighty-two thousand views. Let's watch this reel together. Friend John Maxwell has this line he uses 
with people who say they, they don't believe in God, so they're atheists. So he'll start sharing his faith, and they'll go, oh, I'm an atheist. He goes, oh, I understand that. I said, I know you're an atheist. He says, but don't you miss him? And he has led more atheists wow. to Christ by telling an atheist, oh, it's okay, I understand you're an atheist, but don't you miss him? Wow. Because the truth is, they were made in the image of God too. They have a spirit man that is on this search for their maker. So I think if we go into it with that understanding, we can really help some people. That was another one that, that line, don't you miss him. I don't know where people were at, but I know that there were dozens of comments on that about feeling that that resonated with it. And maybe if it wasn't for even the atheists that were listening, but the Christians to be reminded that our soul longs for God. And there's a number of scripture verses, and I commented on that post when someone was asking what the relevancy was, is there's a number of scriptures that talk about our soul longing and crying out to God. And it's amazing to see that one. Thousands of shares on that. And it's crazy what the power of social media can do. And the last reel that we'll get to, and then I want to go through the year other guests that we've had, was Lisa Bevere. She co-shared with us, which is part of the reason it got as many views as it did. But she talked about this t-shirt that she wore that said the future is male and female. And she has since posted about this since doing the episode multiple times. So she's not afraid of backing down on this. But this one was a bit controversial, but it was viewed over 100,000 times and has been shared quite a few as well. And thanks again, Lisa, for co-sharing this with us. Let's watch this one together, The Lies of Feminism. Do feel that since the 1960s, women have been trying to be men. We have forgotten that both male and female carry the image of God, but they carry the image of God in unique and powerful ways. I feel like what we've done is listen to the lies of the feminist who said, if I want to be a powerful woman, I need to act like a man. Well, I don't want to be a man. I want to know what it is to be a powerful woman. I mean, when you look at Proverbs 31, she does it all. She's a busy girl. Yes, and she doesn't ask her husband permission to buy a field. Yeah, if you're going to be yeah. making me a millionaire, don't, don't, don't ask. Just go and do it, please, love. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I do feel like we have bought into the feminist lie. Yep. I feel like feminists are anti-female because they try to change women into men. It's funny, if you think of a powerful woman, you think of Lisa Bevere <laughs> and sitting across the table from her. I joked earlier that like she is like my Aunt Lisa, getting to spend as much time with her as I have. But, you know, sometimes that aunt is also a little scary. <laughs> and especially when that aunt is like a prophetess and hears from the Lord quite frequently and is the author that she is. It's been awesome to spend time with her. But the thing, more than the her leaning into this and obviously talking about this difficult topic— the Beveres are so real. I know that I don't always get to share about it in this context. They're some of the most amazing people. John and Lisa and their family have been really some amazing family friends of ours. And I know my wife, Mac, she talks about them so much because of all the people we spend time with, and we've got to spend time obviously talking about some of these amazing guests. They're some of the realest and some most authentic people that I've ever been around. And so I know not every day you get to hear from someone who, Truly, I would consider that family a very close personal friend of ours. And they're so real. They're so genuine. They are absolutely on fire and in love with the Lord and just want to do ministry well all across. We love their ministry, Messenger International. Love their family and their kids. Hope they're listening and hear this. Um, but 
it's crazy what Instagram can do, growing in followers, reaching hundreds of thousands, millions of people through all these different impressions. And it's really cool that these reels have happened. But going back to kind of the beginning of this year, as I mentioned, we had Dave Ramsey. That episode alone has been viewed over 25,000 times, the full-length episode. And then the other top views we had was Lisa and Nathan Finocchio's episode, as well as Dr. Tennyson and Nathan Finocchio. We had Nathan on three times this year. 14,000 hours of watch time on YouTube alone, which is, think of how many hours that is. That's so many. Before I get into the rest of the podcast, we also, as a network, went to nine different locations for Generosity Accelerators. We were in Orlando, went to Southern California and San Diego. Uh, that was where we golfed Torrey Pines. Uh, that was exciting. Uh, we went to Georgia. We went to Wisconsin, North Carolina, Ohio. I think Ohio was our biggest one that we had ever had. And then Alaska. That was amazing. Got to jet ski around glaciers on our free day there. That was amazing. West Florida, and Oklahoma, total attendance for our Generosity Accelerator, 1,654 pastors and church leaders attended our Generosity Accelerators, and we have more next year. So if you're wondering, when's the next Generosity Accelerator? We're going to have 9, 10, 11, maybe 12 next year all over this the country, and so we want you to be a part of that. Over 400 churches a part of that in the last two years. It's been amazing to see over 3,000 people that have been trained in just the Generosity Accelerators. Going to the podcast, other guests that we've had, we had my friend Zach Wendell on, which is crazy. If you have been following Zach, he's had so many amazing social media videos that have gone viral, hundreds of thousands of views. I think he's like 300,000 followers right now since the episode. So I I think it was the Talk Church podcast that really did it for him. Um, in March, we had my friend Peter Reeves on. If you did not hear that episode and you're a next-gen pastor, make sure to go listen with Peter, Terry, and Gabby. He also spoke for our weekend and did an amazing job. In May, we had a couple Nashville friends. Alex Seeley was with us, and she had another uh, a clip of hers where she talks about healthy churches and talks about leading as a woman and with her husband, and just a really, really good episode. If you didn't listen to that one, go back. Another friend of mine, Kate Thompson from Nashville, talked about his new album. In June, we had River Valley Con conference, which was super exciting. And there was a moment if you were at conference where it was during the Tennyson and Nathan Finocchio interview and Nathan had a root beer and had to go to the bathroom. If you weren't there or if you were, take a look at this amazing moment. I would like to say that I drank a bottle of water and a root beer and I need to use the toilet. I'll be right back. Good timing, too. I, I, believe, I believe him when he says it, but it's convenient timing, certainly. I, ju I just want to say, had I known that was the case, I would have immediately gone to a story about the flood. Sure. And then just kept going on and on and on. Well, I was actually thinking about it. 40 days and 40 nights. I was thinking about it. I'm like, ah, I have to use the bathroom, too. So like, and then he just gets off stage. I'm like, I could have done that. And here I am. Trying to figure out which side Jesus is on. <laughs> Oh, see, I thought you were clapping for me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Listen, I'm talking about Jesus. I was dying. And they start clapping because you came back from the restroom. <laughs> Honestly, I was kind of angry because I had to go to the bathroom so bad at that point, and I, I literally was thinking about it. And then Nathan stood up and did it, and, of course, in a way that Nathan only can, and came back out as applause. And so... If you were there, a hilarious moment. 
We post it on Instagram as well. But who knows what conference will bring. If you haven't signed up yet for conference, we've moved it to July. We want you to be at conference. But we saw an almost 30% increase. We almost sold out. We can sell about 800 tickets to other pastors, and then we have about 200 people from our team that are part of this. So 1,000 people that are there, and we're 15 tickets short. That was very sad for me that we were 15 tickets short of an official sellout, uh, but right around 200 churches that were a part of River Valley Conference. So sign up now. We want to sell out this time. We have some amazing speakers that we're working on that we will announce soon. Uh, we'll probably throw a promo code in this uh, episode just just because we can. Take like $10 off or maybe maybe 15 How about $15 off conference ticket and get signed up if you haven't already? And in July, I talked to Preston Sprinkle, asked him some hard questions. In August, we were at General Counsel and Mike Burnett and Martha Tennyson. If you don't know Martha Tennyson, she is incredible. And that podcast episode was just scratching the surface. There's a message on our River Valley Church YouTube channel uh, during our Seek Week where she talks about healing. Truly one of the best healing messages I've ever heard preached by anyone. And if you have not watched that, head to the River Valley Church YouTube channel, go to the live tab, and you will see healing message from Martha Tennyson or search it as you probably can do. You're probably much smarter than I am. In September, had Mike and McDonald talked about boldness, talked about using social media. Another great friend, amazing evangelist, Joe Anderson. We talked about the demonic. That was another really popular episode. He shared crazy stories from his uh, former son and really a a tragic experience, but one that brought a lot of healing. And many people asked follow-up questions. And if you read that in his book, The Tension of Redemption, that he had to give up the parental rights to his son, and his son is with another family, and uh, we're praying for him and that God would reveal. I don't know an update exactly on the situation, but there, he is with another family here in the, the, the States. And then we also had Lisa Nathan's episode, The Lies of Feminism, where we got into some of the modern days. It's, it, you know, there's, Lisa obviously talked about in that clip, the value that God has for both men and women, but the way that the world has twisted it to make it political, to make it actually anti-man. And another one of our most popular episodes where, where we got into quite a bit also had David Clark and Rick Madsen, theologians. In October, we had our campus pastor and executive pastor accelerator. Had 15 churches there with different campus pastors and executive pastors. It's always a great time. We were at our city campus and our Crosstown campus. Also did podcast episodes with Pastor Q talking about Israel. That was a great episode. And then Paul Herkman, he talked about venture and had an amazing story clip that went, I think it had been shared like almost a thousand times on Instagram and has 40,000 views about a story of someone who used to be a trafficker and then actually got saved and started rescuing some of the people that he had helped traffic, which is unbelievable. I was actually out uh, with another friend who will be on the podcast soon, and he showed me a picture of this guy. He said, this is the guy, this is the pastor who had trafficked people and got saved. And so it's amazing to see those stories. And just recently did episodes with uh, Pastor Rob, with Michael Murphy. You heard the All Staff teaching. And so it's been a crazy, crazy year and really – I just want to say thank you to all of you. You know, some of the things that we have coming up next year are, I'm really excited. I have working on a professor to talk about Revelation and the end times. I want to have potentially our first ever debate conversation about maybe some theologians who have different uh, uh, different views on certain things. So I'm hoping to do that. I don't want it to be like a gotcha, but I think it could be a helpful thing to hear from different people with different perspectives. and actually dive into some of those things. 
I've heard from a lot of people talking about, hey, I want to talk about burnout and calendar hacks. So I even hope that these last couple episodes from the rest of this year have been really helpful. But leaning into 2024, as I mentioned, River Valley Conference is happening July 8th and 9th. Truly bring your team. I think that the thing that I've noticed about our conference and the way I want us to even brand it more in the future is this is an amazing conference to bring your team to. It's not just a place where sometimes it's just for lead pastors or just for creatives or just for youth pastors, but this is an awesome one to go with as a team. We feel like we really do a great job for a lot of different ministry areas and leave time for you to connect with your team. We have generosity accelerators already scheduled in Alabama, Arkansas, Colorado, Minnesota, Washington State, in LA, or we just scheduled one in New York. And so there are plenty of opportunities and more that will be coming in the area of generosity accelerators. If you haven't been, make sure to bring your team. We'll do a campus pastor and executive pastor roundtable once again. And truly, I've said this, I know you've heard the ads, I know you've heard me talk about it, but I want to hear from you. I'd love to know, what are you interested? I it's a hundred episodes thinking about how much work that has done, the amazing team that we have here that allow us to do this. It's a lot of work. It is a lot of work every single week coming in here, editing, creating clips, doing the emails, coming up with things to talk about, finding people to interview, scheduling it. For those who are wondering, hey, I want to start a podcast. Do it. Start a podcast. But you realize quickly that you can't sustain a podcast if you don't put the level of work and the amazing team that I have. I just want to say thank you to them. But we don't want to just spin our wheels. We don't want to do this over and over again if it's not valuable to you. So seeing episodes that are higher and have more views helps us, but also your feedback helps us to know what more we're looking for. And I could talk forever about all the amazing things God has done in our church, in our network in the podcast specifically, but again, the network would be nothing without all of you. It would be nothing without the pastors, church leaders, deacons, church members that are listening to Talking Church to make it go to all the places that it's gone. And I just want to, again, say thank you for quadrupling our listenership in one year. I'm hoping that the same happens next year. I have no I mean, my expectations have already been blown away, so I have no further expectations beyond just receiving what God has for us. But I do hope that there are more episodes that are impactful. We get guests that we thought, could. can you believe it? Just like we did with Dave Ramsey and we've done with others. And uh, I can't wait to see what God does in the podcast. So until next time, until the next episode, as we jump into a new year with new topics and everything, just want to say thank you for making Talking Church a podcast that you listen to. I hope that the episodes next year provide so much value and we will see you back soon. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Whenever you're listening to this, thank you so much. Have an amazing rest of your week and we'll see you back soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Talking Church. I want to ask one Christmas gift. Would you be willing to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen if you've not done so yet? I know you've heard me ask before, but love seeing all those that are rating it, saying that it's helpful. It helps us get this out to more people. Hope you have an amazing Christmas. Happy New Year. And we'll see you back at the start of next year for Talking Church.